This is a Poets and Writers page one author reading. To hear more, visit us at pw.org forward slash multimedia or at soundcloud.com forward slash poets and writers. It was very late. The boulevard was quiet. And if in a moment someone would emerge from the little convenience store, Denonoshno, its window said, day and night, if in a moment someone would emerge to investigate, I had time to get away as I thought of it, walking one block and then another without passing a soul. I kept my head down, trying to be blank and unplaceable, trying to calm what I felt, which was pain and relief and shame and panic still, even though I thought I was clear that I was far enough now to go on uncaught. But I couldn't calm what I felt. Something rose in me I couldn't keep down, as I couldn't keep walking at the pace I had set. With each step, my foot was more tender, and there was something else, too, a nausea climbing to my throat. I was going to be sick. I turned quickly into the space between two buildings, an alleyway lined with trash bags and refuse, among which I bent over or crouched, unable to stand. But it wasn't with bile or sickness that I heaved, but with tears, which came unexpected and fluent and hot, consuming in a way I hadn't known for a very long time that maybe I had never known. I raised my hands, wanting to cover my face. Though there was no one else to see, I was still ashamed of my tears, and I saw that my right hand was covered with blood. In the light from the street, I could see where my wrist was torn, a small, deep wound where it had caught on the glass. Stupid, I thought again, stupid, at the wound or my weeping, I'm not sure which. Why should I weep, I thought, at what, when I had brought it all upon myself? And I took one of my socks from my pocket and pressed it to the wound, wrapping it around my wrist and folding the cuff of my sleeve over it, not knowing what else to do. It was a fit of weeping, violent and brief, and as my breath steadied, I felt a sense of resolution, that I had been lucky and must learn from that luck. I wouldn't go back to such a place, I thought, this would be the end of it. But how many times had I felt that I could change, I had felt it through all the long months with R, months that I had spent for all my happiness in a state of perpetual hunger. And so at the same time I felt it, I felt too that my resolution was a lie, that it had always been a lie, that my real life was here. And I thought this even as I struggled to climb from the new depth I had been shown. And even as I climbed or sought to climb, I knew that having been shown it, I would come back to it when the pain had faded and the fear, maybe not to this man, but to others like him. I would desire it, though I didn't desire it now, and for a time I would resist my desire, but only for a time. There was no lowest place, I thought. I would strike ground only to feel it give way gaping beneath me, and I felt with a new fear how little sense of myself I have how there was no end to what I could want or to the punishment I would seek. For some moments I wrestled with these thoughts, and then I stood and turned back to the boulevard, 
composing as best I could my human face.